Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. In this episode, I'm going to speak about an entirely new way to think about our future. And I say our, meaning yours and mine. And hopefully you can get something out of it that can change the course of your life. Bill Kasky, welcome back to the Bill Kasky podcast. I know that teaser at the beginning sounded uh, like a bridge too far, but I want to explain to you what I mean today. By the way, if you want to uh, engage me in any way, you can go to BillKasky.com. We've got, uh, if you're a VP of sales or CEO and you want to talk about your team, you can go there to find that out. If you want to talk about one of our other programs that would be public in nature, you can find that out too there. Love to talk to you and see if there's anything we can help you with. So in this podcast, you know that I work with organizations and people, and typically I get a call in or somebody books a call And they proceed to tell me about their situation, what they're trying to accomplish, what's working, what's not working. I want to get an understanding from them as to what the lay of the land is so that I can decide whether I can help them or not. As I go, I'm always looking for certain clues. And one of the clues I'm looking for is how are are you thinking about things? Because... You know, if you've listened to my podcast longer than uh, a few months, you know that I believe wholeheartedly that how we think determines how we act and how we act determines our results. And feelings are in there somewhere, too, and I'm working through where that where that fits. But bottom line is how we think determines our actions and the quality of our actions, too, not just the quantity, but also the quality. And so I'm always looking for clues as to what's really going on with this person. Is there, is there something I can help? Are there deep-seated issues that I, I can't help them with? Normally, they're not, but there are always issues that are deeper than what the person is willing to share with me because we don't know it. There, there's a rule that says that we have seventy to 80,000 thoughts per day. 80 to 90% of those, depending upon who you listen to, are subconscious. They're, we're not even conscious of those thoughts, but they come, they come, they come. Every few seconds, there's a new thought. And our brain is a, is a record of our past. So our brain records things. So when someone sees you on the street and you say, hey, I haven't seen you for a while, and you say, hey, Jonathan, what's going on? Man, I haven't seen your brain has stored that recollection of that person, so you can call it up almost at will. But your brain is not good about creating the future. That's an entirely different mechanism. And so what happens a lot of times is that we get into habits of thought that we can't shake out of. And so when you come to me or somebody comes to me or maybe a VP of sales says, look, we need help with our sales team, it's usually not sales help we need, it's thinking help. It's mindset help. Because once we change the mind, 
all the actions take care of themselves. And isn't that better than me coming in and saying, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this, you got to do that. We're going to hold you accountable next month, you know, next week at three o'clock on Wednesday. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you've done that stuff. It's like, really? That sounds like babysitting to me. That sounds like I'm managing a child. I don't want to be in that business as a coach. You don't want me in that business as a coach. You want to change your mind about and change your thinking about how you act and interact in the world so that these behaviors you know you need to do become easy, become organic, become simple, become just what you do. Here's the perfect example of this, is that when you are taught to set a goal, and let's say you've got a territory or a business right now that you know, you, you do a half million dollars of revenue and it's $100,000 of income. I'm just taking a stab at a simple equation in case I get uh, flustered about uh, mathematics and multiplication. Uh, you want to get from, from 100000 in income to 200000 You want to double your business. So you want to go from 500000 revenue to a million. Everything doubles, let's just say. And so what I will tell you to do, what most coaches will tell you to do is, okay, well, let's set that goal. Let's put it up somewhere in the, in the office so that we can continue to be reminded of it. Let's build a plan, that, a to-do plan. So what are you going to do in order to get that goal? And so we build a, you know, a daily plan or a weekly plan. Every day I'm, I need to make 20 cold calls or every, every week I need to publish three LinkedIn videos or whatever, whatever the actions are. There are always actions that take you from where you are to this magic goal. But here's what happens, and you've probably seen this, witnessed it, maybe in others, maybe in yourself. I've witnessed it in myself and others, is that the plan isn't very inspirational. Is the goal inspirational? Yeah. Yeah, the goal. If I want to go from 100 grand to 200 grand, you say you got to make 100 cold calls a day. I'm like, that doesn't sound good. I will, I will shoot myself, and I'll never get to enjoy the 200 grand at the end of three months. That sounds terrible. Now, for some of you who, who have conditioned yourself that cold calls are fine, it might not sound bad. To me, it sounds awful. For you, it might sound terrible to be in front of a camera for an hour a day doing these kinds of things. For me, this is easy. This is fun. I enjoy looking at the lens and, and pretending like you're on the other side of it. So what happens is we set these goals, we build these plans, we have these actions, and then we're supposed to hold people accountable. And to me, that feels very, it feels exhaustive. Doesn't it to you? Doesn't that whole thing feel exhaustive or exhausting? Yeah, you're going to spend your life doing something you don't want to do, cold calling, for example, or whatever that thing is, in order to get to some place where you're going to make more money. And that feels like a, a, lost, a lost life to me. And so my question is, as I, look at, as I look at my work with people, I'm always asking myself, is, the, is there something that I'm missing? Is there another way that we can help people accomplish big goals, but not burn them out on the way to them? And so I listen to a lot of, uh, you know, my belief is that the mind is a, is a magical place. And I have witnessed it firsthand hundreds, if not thousands of times over the last few years. When someone can change their mind from scarcity to abundance or from lack to detachment 
or from your, your low intent where this sale is all about me making money to high intent where it's all about the customer and their pains and problems. When you can change at least just those three things, you will change almost your entire life. And I don't want to be hyperbolic about it, but you kind of will. So I believe that the mindset and how we think holds a lot of potential for us. I also think there are things that stop us there. One is the belief we have in ourselves and our ability to manifest things. So if I said to you, I want you to go from 100 grand a year to a million dollars a year, what you would probably do is you would probably start to think, what am I going to need to do in order to get to a million dollars? And I would say, well, that's the wrong place to start. The to do is not the place to start. That the to think and to be is the place to start. And so I want to take this old form of goal setting, this, this you know, very uh, orthodox frame of mind when we have to be when we set goals. What's the goal? What do I need to do? What kind of action do I need to take? And rework that and say, okay, I've got this goal out there. I've got an intention of generating, let's say, going from 100,000 to a million, just using a 10x uh, type of thing. The question becomes then, well, who do you need to be? Who do I need to be on that path? Because if you believe that who you are will either attract or repel appropriate opportunities for you, if you walk around uh, looking haggard, way overweight, disheveled, um, not able to look people in the eye to have a conversation with them, sit in your room all day and don't make calls, whatever. Just think of the worst thing. How much opportunity are you going to attract? Not going to attract much. But if you're out there in the marketplace and your vibration is good and solid and high and you are looking people in the eye when you speak to them and you're curious about their issues and problems and you're willing to put yourself on video or audio or whatever to put yourself out in the marketplace and help people solve problems, help people see they have problems. That's an entirely different vibration. Do you think you're going to get better opportunities then? Of course you are. Of course you are. So the question is, what stops us? And what stops us is we have not looked at who do we need to be on that path to a million dollars, using my example. So if I want to get to 100 grand to a million dollars, I'm probably going to have to be somebody different at that million dollar level than I am at the $100,000 level. And it's almost like you have to lose that $100,000 person to get to the million dollar person. And sometimes that's very painful because we become addicted to who we are. We love who we are. That's just me. How many times have you heard that? Uh, you know, you, you see somebody with a, you see maybe a family member and they're doing something that you might suggest they stop doing. And well, they say, that's, that's just me. And that's just me as a terrible excuse because in a way that's the old you. That's the current you. If you want to get to an entirely different level, I believe, and, and I've seen it in my own life, and I'm always working on this, who do I need to be to get to that level? Not what do I need to do. That'll come. But if we answer the question, who do I need to be, I think the what do I need to do changes. Let me say that again. 
if we change the state of mind and the state of being that we believe will help us get to that million dollar level, I think the to-dos to get there also change. And so I want you to think about this today. I want you to think about the things I've talked about, the 80,000 thoughts and how our brain is a collection of the past and how if the, the closer, the clearer we are about our intention for the future, the more likely we are to achieve that, even if we can get the feeling of that, of that achievement or success, all the way down to if you have a big goal, it's great. Don't start working on to-dos until you have the to-bes figured out. So my assignment, my question assignment, yeah, that's an assignment. Let's call it that. It's just to start to write down, if you have a big goal and a new vision and a big vision for your life, which we all should have, who do you need to be on that path? And just start to write that down. Here's an example in my world. Here's what I think about when I do my morning walk or meditation. I want to be present with people that I come in contact with. So right today, I've got four or five calls, coaching uh, client or clients who I coach, also a couple of prospects. Uh, So I want to be present. I want to be fully present. I don't want to be thinking about the past, the future. I want to be all in on the present. That's how I need to be in order to accomplish my goals. Number two, I need to be fearless. I need to be able to bring up any conversation at any time with anybody and know that even though it might cause me a little anxiety to bring it up, like, I don't know if I want to broach that subject, we have to. And the customer will thank us. So I need to be fearless. And that's probably my biggest challenge is sometimes I wimp. I just wimp. And so that the the purpose of this exercise, in fact, is to help me become more fearless. And the third element is I want to be helpful. That's the state of being that I want to be in. I want people to, when they tune into this podcast or this video, um, this YouTube video, I want them to feel like I'm being helpful to them. Hopefully you felt that way today. Um, If you are listening to this on audio and you'd like to see this, unfold for whatever reason, you can go to YouTube, Bill Kasky. There is a playlist there that has podcasts or you can just search on Bill Kasky podcast. Glad to be with you today. I hope this is helpful. I know this is very conceptual, but I wanted to give you that assignment. I want you just to start to write down who you need to be on the journey to your big vision. All right. See you next time.